This is the Just Because Podcast, where home bakers find inspiration to grow their baking business. I'm Amanda Jonse. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode two. This episode is brought to you by my free guide on how to market your bakery during a pandemic. Feel free to grab this free guide in my show notes. So today's topic is for all my cakers out there. If you feel stressed when it comes to baking cakes or just the idea of baking and building a cake gives you anxiety, this episode is for you. All right, let's dive in and talk about the three common cake mistakes bakers make, why they happen, and how you can avoid them. Mistake number one, dry cakes. We've all been there, right? Where we find a recipe that claims a moist cake, but after you bake it, it is dry and no amount of simple syrup can fix it. So how is this caused? The first reason is that too much flour has been added to your batter. So this usually happens when you're using a measuring cup and packing the flour in. Baking involves precise measurements. So the next time you bake a cake, try to use the metric measurement of the ingredients listed if they are provided. Measuring your flour in grams is way more accurate and will help you get the exact amount of flour needed. But you might be wondering, Amanda, what if the recipe doesn't have the metric measurements included? Then you can do the spoon and level method. So basically, you just spoon your flour into your cup until it's overflowing, and then you level it off with a knife. Reason number two on why your cakes are dry, the oven temperature is too high. A lot of home ovens, including mine, run too hot. So you could be setting your temperature to 350, but your oven might actually be 375, or your oven could even have a hot spot. So what do you do? You can check if your oven is accurate by using an oven thermometer. To use this, all you have to do is place your oven thermometer on the middle rack of your oven and then set your oven to 350 Fahrenheit. And once your oven has reached that temperature, Wait about 10 minutes or so and then check to see what the thermometer reads. Another tip is to bake on the center rack of your oven and about halfway through the baking time, rotate your cake so that you get a more even bake throughout the entire cake. The third reason your cake might be dry is a little obvious, but you overbaked it. Now, it seems like a really simple thing, but... It's surprising how baking times can often be overlooked. Recipes can tell you to bake your cake for 30 to 35 minutes, but like I mentioned before, we all have different ovens and depending on where we live and the weather, this can affect the baking time as well. What you can do is check your cake earlier than you need to. So if the recipe states to bake it for 30 minutes, I would check it around 15 to 20 minutes just to be safe. Also, if you're inserting a toothpick into the center of the cake, it should come out clean with a few crumbs still attached. Usually, if the toothpick comes out super clean, you risk over baking it. Once you take your cake out of the oven, it's still baking a little while it's still in the hot pan. The last reason your cake could be dry, 
you overfill your cake pans. So the sides of the cake are baking too quickly and then you end up over baking the entire cake because you have to increase the baking time in order for the center of the cake to fully bake. So what you can do is make sure to not fill your cake pans more than three-fourths of the way. Some recipes might include more rising agents than others, so it's better to be safe and not risk overfilling the pan or even having batter spill out of your cake pan while it bakes. Cake recipes will usually tell you what size cake pans to use and how high to fill it, but if for some reason you find that you filled your pans with way too much batter, you can split some of that batter into another similar size or a smaller cake pan, or you can even make cupcakes. All right, so let's get into mistake number two, lopsided cakes. Oh my goodness, lopsided cakes are the worst, especially when you're making a tiered cake because it just emphasizes how uneven it is. So there are essentially four reasons why your cakes are lopsided. So reason number one, your cake layers are not level. So they either haven't been trimmed or torted or they have that little dome on top. So to get level and flat cakes, you need to either trim them using a cake leveler or you can even use a serrated knife. Now this is pretty easy to do. You just wanna make sure that you're working with a cold cake so that it's easier to handle and cut into. Reason number two for lopsided cakes, your cake layers are not straight sided. So this usually happens when your baked cake is removed from the pan and it doesn't come out in one piece. You can avoid this by properly prepping your pans. So grease and line it with parchment paper, that way you're ensuring that it comes out in one beautiful piece. Also, make sure that your cake has cooled down a bit before trying to remove it from the pan. I remember I used to be super impatient and I would try flipping my cake out while it was still very warm and no amount of buttercream could piece the cake together well. Reason number three for lopsided cakes, your filling is uneven. So this can happen if your filling is too thick or hard and not able to be spread out evenly and smoothly. So this creates a really unstable base for your next cake layer. This can also happen if you're adding thick ingredients such as fruit, chocolate pieces, or candies. This also creates an uneven surface. You can avoid this by making sure that your filling is the right consistency. So your buttercreams, your ganache, or any other filling that you're using should have a smooth, spreadable consistency. If you need to, you can even pop it in the microwave for a quick burst of heat and let it soften a bit so that it's a little bit easier to spread out with your angled spatula. Now, if you'll be adding thick pieces like fruit and candies, you can create a thick buttercream dam that is high enough to create a level surface and also protect the filling from bursting out. The last reason your cakes are lopsided is because the filling is too soft, which makes the cake unstable because the cake layers keep sliding around. Again, you can create a thick buttercream dam before adding in your filling. And if your cake is still fragile, you can insert a wooden dowel or even a boba straw into the center of your cake to keep it straight and then let it chill in the fridge or freezer. This will help harden and stabilize the cake and keep it from moving. Plus, it makes it easier to frost. 
All right, so now we're on to our last common cake mistake, and that is unsmooth cakes. So this is probably one of the most common complaints I hear from bakers. So how is this usually caused? The first reason is that your buttercream is lumpy and not smooth. Usually this happens when you add butter that is still too cold when you're making your buttercream or your buttercream was not mixed long enough. So what you can do instead is let your butter sit out longer so that it has a chance to soften a bit more. And if you need to speed up this process, you can microwave the butter in 10 second increments until it is soft enough, but be very careful not to let it melt. Now, if you're making American buttercream, you can also sift your powdered sugar into your buttercream instead of just adding it straight from the bag. The second reason for unsmooth cakes is that your buttercream has air bubbles. This is usually caused when your buttercream is over whipped and large air bubbles form in result of this. So one simple thing you can do to avoid air bubbles is to use your paddle attachment when beating your buttercream instead of a whisk. When you're making a Swiss meringue buttercream, for instance, you use the whisk at first to create the meringue, but once you add in your butter, switch to your paddle attachment. Another tip for a super smooth buttercream is to beat it at a low speed for a longer time. This also helps to make your buttercream whiter. The last reason for unsmooth cakes is that crumbs may have gotten into your buttercream while frosting your cake. So crumb coating your cake before you frost can really help trap and lock in your crumbs, especially if you're working with a chocolate cake or something that is fragile and breaks apart easily. Just make sure to refrigerate your cake after you crumb coat it as well. It's also important to note that when you crumb coat the cake and remove the excess buttercream, be sure not to put that excess back into your normal buttercream because you don't want to add any crumbs into your smooth, pure buttercream. So those were the three common cake mistakes bakers make. I have definitely struggled with all of these cake mistakes before, so if you've experienced any of these, you are not alone. Hopefully you learned something new today and if you have any questions or need clarity on something, please reach out and DM me on Instagram at just because. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you found this helpful, be sure to subscribe, rate my show and leave a review. I can't wait to hang out with you again here on the just because podcast.